What's up, guys? My name is Mark, and you found your way to the Out of Step SLC podcast. Now, we all know Utah is a weird fucking place to live, and there's some good reasons for that. Like how road construction is always going on. I mean, we joke about it being its own season, but really it is a constant year-round thing. Because instead of building roads to accommodate future generations, the state builds them according to the current population, which is ever-growing, especially with the spike of people moving here post-COVID. Since some of these projects take a good couple years to complete, uh, you get the picture. It's starting to look a little bit more like L.A. traffic every day. Turns out the one way to get men to pay their fucking child support in Utah is to require them to be current on their payments in order to get the permits required to go hunting and fishing. Oh my god. If you guys heard the rage that I did from all of those backwater rednecks that use hunting and fishing as an excuse to not spend any time with their family? My god. You would have thought legitimately that someone was coming to cut their balls off, for Christ's sake. It's that time of year again, where cultists from all over the world come to Utah to be told what to be afraid of next, and what to do with their lives by a bunch of rich, old, bigoted white men. This time around, one of their speakers said, quote, Prophetic teachings do not become more valuable with age. That is why we should not seek to use the words of past prophets to dismiss the teachings of living prophets. Close quote. Which is a complete crock of shit. I mean, past behavior determines future behavior, for one, and Lord only knows how many prophecies there have been that didn't happen, and you can absolutely utilize that to dismiss and disprove living, quote, prophets. Uh, it's, it's just another control mechanism to prevent people from actually using their brains and asking important questions. God, I really hope, <laughs> I really hope I live to see the day that the church is dismantled. But what I actually love about living here is the counterculture and the music scenes that I call home. I really think we have one of the hardest scenes in the country due to the overwhelming need to resist the right-wing religious culture that not only surrounds us, but stifles us as well. So guys, it's been a while since I've highlighted a straight-edge band. Uh, so today I'm going to talk about Casey Jones. Now, I'm sure a lot of you out there who subscribe to the Straight Edge Creed know of them and respect them as much, if not more, than I do. They made quite a splash in the scene, being primarily a side project for Josh James, along with uh, his brother Caleb and Josh Smith, all of whom were part of uh, Evergreen Terrace. Now, on a side note... Personally, I didn't really like Evergreen Terrace until Wolf Biker came out in 2007. The vocals before then are just so rough. And I mean, this is coming from a hardcore kid who's a huge fan of 80s and 90s hardcore. I just, I had a really hard time listening to that band back then. But this is, it, it, none of this is important or relevant right now. 
So Casey Jones formed in 2003 and are from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, They released a short demo called Are Some Crucial Dudes? And then three full-length records. The Few, The Proud, The Crucial in 2004, The Messenger in 06, and I Hope We're Not the Last in 2011. Now, they uncompromisingly promote Straight Edge throughout all these records, Obviously, no shit. They're a straight edge band. But what I mean is they really promote it. I mean, they regularly employ the use of well-timed gang vocals to rally against drugs, alcohol, tobacco, you know, the usual. But even promiscuous sex, which I found very unique in that I really haven't heard another straight edge band take that stance. I mean, I'm sure it's out there. I just haven't heard it. But all the while regularly preaching to go against the grain of societal norms and constantly talking about how straight edge is going to save the world from itself. A little bit of a long shot there, but you know, you got to have something. (laughs) Now they often use quotes from TV shows or movies in their music to, to further prove their point, which this is a usual, uh, I guess you could say trope. That is commonplace within straight edge hardcore specifically. I don't like calling it a trope because it just sounds disrespectful, but I can't think of really any other way to put it. Now, in the few, the proud, the crucial, they play several Family Guy clips and have a clip from a movie that I couldn't find the name of anywhere where there are these two girls that are in some kind of confrontation. One's crying and clearly scared. The other one is like chastising her for using drugs and introducing her sister to him. It's weird. It's a little sinister. I don't know. It goes on for like 30 seconds. Now, this record sets the tone and exactly what you can expect from them. Uh, Josh James's vocals are just phenomenal and pure Uh, They're just pure, clear, unadulterated hardcore. And it, like, it's not unlike the huge difference that Al Barr made to the Dropkick Murphys. He's just got this very unique voice. Some songs off of this record that I definitely encourage you to check out, even if you aren't straight edge, this is still some great hardcore and some really good songs. Uh, These songs are Know This X... Strike Hard, Just Another Day in the FLA, <laughs> and Dead Kid, Try a Nice Memorial Tattoo. Yeah, that's a that's a nice song name. The Messenger was released in 2006, and it offers a way more refined sound. It's a lot more, it's a lot clearer and way more aggressive. <laughs> now, I distinctly remember going to FYE, which was a gigantic store where you could buy CDs, books, DVDs, you know, just entertainment. Anyway, whenever I would go there, as per usual, like I've mentioned, I always went to the punk, hardcore, metalcore, death metal, whatever, to see what kind of music I could find. And that particular day, as I was perusing hardcore, I found the last copy of The Messenger. This is my favorite album done by them. Honestly, I was amazed that FYE even had it, considering how hard it was for me to find hard copies of straight edge music with the resources I had, which was super scarce. I mean, I didn't have internet and I didn't know about Grey Whale. So really, this album is the one that I've listened to the most over all these years. 
now it's on this album where they bash promiscuous sex on the very first track. One and three have an STD. Quote, you fucked a hundred girls and no plans to stop. So like I mentioned earlier, I haven't heard another straight edge band like openly go after that. I'm sure somebody has and I just haven't heard it. If so, you guys know what to do. Send me some songs. Now, they also talk about how everyone, no matter where you are in the world, struggles with very similar things when it comes to feeling lonely, having personal problems, and probably the hardest struggle, trying to find what your purpose is, and then and then wondering if it will even last in the song Any Port in the Storm. This record offers more of a personal touch in that they acknowledge that it's not easy at all to remain straight edge. Uh, for example, in the song Medic, they talk about how sometimes they feel like giving in because it gets so difficult, but to push on and to try to keep making the world a better place. Bite the Dust is about someone leaving straight edge. Obviously, this is a very angry song, and Josh tells the person to, quote, look me in the eyes because I told you you are nothing. I mean, that's a little extreme. People grow, people change, but what the fuck do I know? Whatever. You can really sum up the theme of this angrier album with a few of these specific songs. No Donnie, These Men Are Straight Edge, Coke Bongs and Singalongs, Lessons and Bite the Dust. These songs are all angry as fuck, and they pledge undying loyalty and pride for being a straight-edge kid. Something I do want to bring up in this album that I find majorly hypocritical can be found in the, in the chorus of No Donnie, These Men Are Straight-Edge. And it goes a little something like this, quote, What the fuck do you know about me? Why the fuck do you care what I do? Who the fuck are you? Like everybody else, straight edgers hate being judged or looked down upon because of their choice. And yet, when you get into these more extreme parts of the culture, aka hardline or militant, these particular groups of people will flat out jump a dude on the corner outside a show having a cigarette or jump people coming out of a bar or if you're in the venue having some drinks, you're going to get jumped, right? You can obviously see why I find this hypocritical because why the fuck do you care what somebody else is doing with their life and the choices that they make? Why do you give a shit? You know, it's super, super fucking hypocritical that they hate being looked down upon and treated a certain way, but you'll find some of them just trying to like, they'll enforce their beliefs on people, or they'll treat outsiders the exact same way that they don't want to be treated. And that's largely, that's the reason why straight edge has become so fucking stigmatized today. Now I needed to get that out there because it's all too easy to get wrapped up in other people's business and forget the whole point of why you would X up in the first place. You do it for you, right? I mean, that should be the mentality you have going into it, not I'm going to go blow up a fur trader. I'm going to go jump this guy for having a smoke in between bands. Like, that's not what Straight Edge is about, and I've talked about this before. All right, so to get back to the music, their final release, I Hope We're Not The Last, came to us in 2011. 
And it sounds very, very similar to Messengers as far as the anger is concerned. Albeit, it does have way more of like a circle pit sound, if that makes sense. But it does hit me as a little bit more mature of an album. Most of the songs are way more lyrically dense than their earlier stuff, which was, you know, like a paragraph. Uh, They seem to focus a lot more on storytelling to get their message across. In one of their songs, Birdman Got Hit by a Trolley, they attack pop culture for fucking with people's minds with just the influence they have. Of course, it still has encouraging anthems like If James Hetfield Can Stay Straight Edge, Anyone Can, um, I Hope We're Not the Last, and Butthash. They dip a little bit into politics in the songs Sugar Coated and Deep Fried and Spitting on Reptiles, which call out like the bigots and the rapists that unfortunately exist in the ruling political class of the U.S. that keeps fucking everything up. And they also talk about the, the number one thing politicians are really good at doing lying so guys although i don't necessarily like how their specific message is communicated and that it really does strike me as intolerant hardline i mean it just does most of it when you go into the lyrics and you read the lyrics like it definitely has a, a high level of intolerance to it On the other side of that coin, I do think that they are a phenomenal hardcore band, especially because they were just a side project. And like to see how far they went and how big of a splash they made is nothing short of uh, nothing short of incredible. I mean, a big takeaway is that they didn't overstay their welcome either. They made their they made their statement and moved on. And that does seem to be the theme of a lot of hardcore bands. But I see it way more um, in like specifically in straight edge hardcore. Now, regardless of whether or not you're straight edge, I do highly recommend you guys go and check them out because I think they really embody the hardcore scene quite well. All right, guys, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you guys could do me a favor and download the episodes when you listen, it would really help me out. Uh, It's literally the only way that I know you guys are out there and I really appreciate it. Please be sure to leave a rating and review on your way out. I really want to know what you guys think. Also, don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. And hey, share this with a fucking friend, why don't you? Find me on Instagram at OutOfStepSLC. And until next time, we'll see you in the pit.